everybody. What's going on? It's Jesse Lee. You can call me hashtag Boss Lee or the People's Mentor. And this is episode 532 of the show. This is actually one of my coaching calls. And I'll probably do one of these today, actually. So if you're listening to this live, make sure you have your notifications turned on for me on Instagram and Facebook because um, I will do a live coaching uh, call for you guys. But anyway, these are super, super powerful. I know a lot of you guys really enjoy these. And so I wanted to make sure I showcased one of these as we move forward in the show. If you end up getting value from this podcast, make sure you leave a five-star review. Make sure you subscribe and make sure you tell a friend. You can also screenshot this, put in your story and tag me at I'm Boss Lee, and you can also tag some other friends as well. Today's reviewer of the show is Do You Need Motivation? This is Fire by D-H-D-J-E-G. I've been following Jesse Lee for a couple months. I've been in network marketing for six years as a hobby, and in 2021, I made the decision to switch my mindset into a business mentality, and Jesse Lee is coming clutch. She adds so much value to everyone and all. Thank you for sharing your gifts with the world to learn from. Love you, XO Shelly. I love y'all. I appreciate you so much. Like I said, if you do get value from this, make sure that you have notifications turned on and you share this episode of the show. Love you guys. Appreciate you. Enjoy episode 532 of the show. I didn't do this business thinking that I was going to make a million dollars immediately. Okay. And I think too many people are so focused on quick, quick money in this transactional economy. And I have 0% interest in doing that. I've always wanted a business that has a long tail. I've always wanted a business that will last a long time. I've always wanted a business that will be a legacy business. My words, if you don't know this, are obsession, icon, and legacy. So for me, that has been really, really important to me. And so even when people weren't watching, I'll, I'll tell you a story for those of you that have not heard the story. I had been going live probably 40, 50 days in a row, and I would have zero viewers. My, my biggest live viewing was probably five people or something like that. Nobody was commenting. If that's how you feel sometimes, you can put a yes below. Um, but I was like mortified, right? I couldn't stand it. I was like, this is the absolute worst. And um, I was going to quit, and I went and I walked myself to the grocery store, which I know sounds kind of whatever, but um, I lived you know, a 10-minute walk from the grocery store at the time. And I walked to the grocery store and I was kind of moping around and just kind of feeling sorry for myself. And when I walked in the grocery store, somebody was staring at me like, and I was like, um, yes. And she said, Hey, boss Lee. And I said, yeah, Jesse Lee. And she said, I love your live videos. I didn't know you lived around here. And I said, what do you mean you love my live videos? And she said, I watch every single one of them. I said, no, you don't. Or, or, or I, I, think, I don't think I said, no, you don't. But I was like, I've, what's your name? And I asked her for her name. And I said, I've never seen you comment. I've never seen your name on, um, on a live video. She said, no, I don't comment anything. Um, I just watch. And to me, it was just such an awakening, you know? And so the one thing I'll say about that, and I'll take the next question, is just because you hear crickets doesn't mean nobody's listening, right? It was something that just, it gave me that little boost that I needed. It gave me that little, okay, that little nod of like, all right, you're doing the right thing. And you know, there were, there were times for a long time there on Facebook, like it's still weird right now on Facebook. Um, when live feature first came out it, then it like exploded. Right. So I would go live and it was pretty consistently like 600 to 800 people watching live every single stream on Facebook. Now it's like, I don't know, 20 people. I don't know how many are watching. I can't see the number, but like 35 on TikTok, 250 on Instagram. I have no idea how many on Facebook and YouTube, but I know it's not that many. And so it's like, you can, can, you can, you can do that. And the other thing you should pay attention to is vanity metrics. People tend to freak out about vanity metrics. Like, oh my gosh, I don't have as many likes and I'm posting more consistently, or I don't have as many views and I'm posting more consistently. And I just would tell you guys, quit worrying about the, the, the likes, quit worrying about that. Check your bank account. 
okay? Check what's actually happening in the DMs. My DMs are completely flooded. Y'all are so scared to talk on live video with me. A lot of you, I guess, are scared to comment on my stuff. My DMs look like bombs have gone off. Like, my DMs stay flooded. So it's just people have different ways of consuming stuff. You need to stop worrying so much about what those numbers are. And if that is something like if you're like, I'm posting so much more consistently and you feel like your numbers are going down, here's what I would give you an assignment to do is actually add up the cumulative uh, likes, the cumulative views, the cumulative stuff. Um, that will actually probably mentally help a lot of you. Okay. All right. So let's see. Now we have people who want to come on because I got a little sassy with you. <laughs> All right, so uh, Casey Scolo is the first one who is in the list to go live. So let's see what Casey's question is. Casey's question. Let's see what Casey's question is. Casey! I guess I left me. Oh, my God. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm great. Thank you. What can I answer for you? So I am new to network marketing. And so recruiting is like, what are your tips for recruiting? I need to get better at that. Aspect. Cool, love that. Do you have a bunch of kids? Those babies in the background. That's yeah. what? Two little boys in the back. Two little boys. I love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. So, all right. So, recruiting in general. Here's the deal. I want you first of all to wrap your mind around the idea that it's still just sales. Okay, because a lot of people, they think, oh, I can sell the product, but I can't sell the opportunity. And it's just a mindset shift to understand you're literally doing the same thing. You're just selling something different. You're just selling a vision. You're just selling a business instead of just selling a product or a service. So that's the first thing I would say. The second thing that made a really big shift for me is I didn't want to be a recruiter. I didn't want to recruit anybody. I thought I don't want to build a team. And uh, the big shift for me was I had a sponsor who basically just said when I was brand new, she's like, is, has your life been changed from this opportunity? I said, yeah. And she said, so don't you think you know somebody whose life might be changed by this opportunity I went yeah and she said so don't you think you're being a little selfish by not talking about it and I went uh yeah <laughs> and so it just changed my whole posture around it I think um one of the biggest things I've seen and I gave this coaching to somebody just yesterday in person she said oh I don't want to do an opportunity video because I feel like my story is not good enough and I said, you might think your story's not good enough because you're comparing yourself to me. Thank you for following wellness with Gabrielle, by the way. I said, maybe you're comparing yourself to me. She said, what do you mean? I said, I promise you. Because you are working this business full time. Like she's making like, what, $3,000 a month. So she was able to quit her job. Yeah, probably like 3000 something. Yeah, $3,000 a month. So she quit her full time job. I'm like, do you know how many people would love to make $3,000 a month and quit their full-time job and travel across the country and move to Texas? And she goes, oh, I never thought about that. I'm like, right, because you're comparing yourself to me because I'm your mentor. So if you are not going, if you want to recruit more people, you better start telling your story, telling your story, telling your story, telling your story. And even if you feel like you're brand new and you don't yet have a story, what is the story of where you want to go? Because that was a story that I used when I first started, when I was, because I was top recruiter my first year. It was because I, I said, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know where we're going. But I can, or I said, I don't know what we're doing, but I know where we're going. I don't know how we're going to do it. I'm just telling you, I found the opportunity. And I know this opportunity is going to change a lot of people's lives. Are you coming or are you staying? And there were a lot of people that I just painted a vision. And then my last little recruiting tip I'll give you is keep it really short. So okay. a lot of times people want to answer or talk about all the stuff that they're excited about. And they forget that people will ask what they need to know. So if somebody needs to know the price point, 
they will tell you, hey, what's the cost to get started? If somebody needs to know if your products are vegan, they'll ask. If somebody wants to know wh where your company is you know, founded, they'll ask. If they wanna know how old your company is, they'll ask. So if you wanna write this down, what you wanna ask people is, what questions can I answer for you? And that's it. What questions can I answer for you? And then only answer those questions. Only answer those questions. Good? Love it, yeah, no. Awesome, well you go get back to those two little boys. Um, but thanks for jumping on, I appreciate you so much. Thank you. That was so fun, look at Casey, she's so cute. I love it, I love it. All right, so I will, uh, I'll do another question that's answered. Thank you for following. I appreciate you guys. If it's useful, drop a yes below. I'm just curious. Oh my gosh, there's like a lot of questions that are typed. Okay, holy smokes. Let me just like scroll. All right, um, let's see. Uh, okay, I'll answer this one. This one's kind of cool. Um, I just moved to a new area. Are there any tips for meeting new people and prospects? Okay, so a couple of things, all right? A couple of things. The first thing, thank you for sharing, by the way. Appreciate you guys. Thanks for all these followers over here on TikTok too. The first thing I will tell you about moving to a new area, it doesn't even matter unless you really, really want to do meetups. Okay. So I moved from Maryland to Texas. Oh, it's Ricky Martin on my shirt, by the way. I saw like four questions. <laughs> I moved from Maryland to Texas with no one here. Like I had a guy friend who had been, we'd been good friends for ever, but like he wasn't in the business when I moved here. I didn't have business partners. I didn't have customers. I wanted to live in Texas. And so I, well, this is the real story, right? I divorced my husband and I got in a car with my dogs and we drove to Texas and the rest is kind of history, okay? And so with all of that, with all of that, I just focused entirely on building on social media. So it didn't matter if I was in person or not. Now, when I did get here, here's what I did do. And so this will help you guys out if you want to do stuff in person. This is what all you need to do. All of you need to go and you need to join all of the groups in your area. I'll give you a couple tactics. On Facebook, you need to join all of the groups in your area that are around your niche. Okay? So not even niche, but maybe like habits. So I joined all the dog parks like Frisco Dog Park, McKinney Dog Park. I'm not driving to McKinney, screw that, it's too far. But like, I was joining all these little dog park things, Dallas this, Dallas that, Frisco this, Frisco that. Then I would join like Frisco Workout. I joined uh, Frisco, Frisco Moms, right? I joined Moms Groups. I'm not a mom, but like, you know, whatever. Most of my friends are moms, okay? So Frisco Moms, Frisco Nightlife, Frisco Networking, Frisco Real Estate, Frisco, 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 Frisco. I was joining all these Frisco networking groups and whatever, okay? And then I would look inside of there and I would see what the events are because each of those groups will have events calendars. And so I did start networking in person mostly because I didn't just want to be like alone. I wanted to make friends when I was here. I wasn't even thinking about, I literally wasn't even thinking about business so much as like, I don't want to be like a lone little wolf. Okay. So I went to these little networking things and these meetups and I still hang out with some of these people, right? I ended up finding people that decorated my, my first house here at one of my first networking events. I definitely met business partners, tons of customers more than anything at some of those very first networking events, right? Next thing, join a gym. You're in a new area. Like everyone needs to be at the gym. Everyone needs to work and move your work out and move your body. Okay. But I was at the, I was like, all right, what gyms should I join? And I would write in these groups like, hey, new to the area, looking to connect, here's the hobbies I like, blah, blah, blah. 
what gym should I join? And the amount of people who were like, test this one, test this one, test that one, whatever. Here, I work at the gym, take a free week. Here, I do this, blah, blah, blah. I was just getting out into the community, right? Out into the public. Um, I'm giving you a lot of in-person stuff right now. I built my business four and a half years in person first before I ever did anything, just FYI, for those of you who don't know that. Thanks for following, appreciate that. Um, <clears throat> but I, same thing, like I would go get my nails done, like I always do, and I would talk right? I would actually talk to people, not only the people doing my nails, of course, but the people around that was really beneficial for me as well. Uh, actually, ch you know, chittering and chattering and basically putting together a, a routine where you started to meet people. Now for Instagram, what I did when I joined, when I moved here, this is like four years ago, when I moved to Texas is I, and it still works. I, same thing, search guys, you use the search bar. Thank you, Hillary for, for following. Use the search bar right? Every single town, every single town has stuff. Like again, there's Frisco moms. There's the star in Frisco. There's, um, lifestyle Frisco. There's, um, Frisco nightlife. There's all these pages on here. There's tons of pages and tons and tons of pages. So I started tagging those. I still do sometimes. I still tag like locations of Frisco things using the hashtags as well, like Frisco moms. I still hashtag that on a bunch of stuff. You can go look um, at, you know, work from home, Texas, like whatever. I was constantly doing that to drive people to my social so they knew I was in the area. I also would go and, is this useful? I feel like this is useful. I don't know. I never really talk about this. Um, I would actually use a strategy where I would go and I would go into like the hashtag. I mean, like I can probably show you really fast, probably faster to just show you. So I would go to Frisco moms. Okay. So the hashtag, right? Cause you can search hashtags. So I searched the hashtag Frisco moms and I'm following the hashtag. Okay. Now Frisco moms are like a thing. I am a Frisco mom. I am not a mom, but I would definitely be a Frisco mom if I had children. There's a certain way we do our hair. We do our nails. We have standards that are just different. We are very extra, extra read all about it. Um, a Frisco mom, like most Frisco moms, I will just tell you like they don't work. I know I work, but like they don't work. They have really, really rich husbands. They love to be socialites. Um, they are just, they're wild, you know, like Birkin bag this, Chanel bag that, bat, bat, bat. Like there's a, like they won't go out of the, the house without a full face of makeup. Like there's just a stereotype. So literally, if you look at the entire, I mean, you guys can look it up right now. If you look at the hashtag Frisco moms, like these are, uh, the, the, they look like, boss Lee's, but with babies, you know? So I would go on here and I would actually go under recent instead of top. Okay. Recent instead of top. And on the recent one, this is where I would actually engage. And this is where I was finding people. So like this one, um, Lux stems Frisco, um, 12 minutes ago, this was uploaded and it's some DFW florist. Well, this person only has 3,500 followers. So I know that if I'm clicking like on a bunch of her stuff, here's what's going to happen. She's literally, I, I bet you, cause I just clicked on three things, commented on two really fast and watched her story while all that was happening. I'm very fast. Um, I have a very strong feeling that Lux Stems Frisco will be following me shortly. It's only 3,500 things. So whenever this person, whoever owns this business logs in, they're going to be like, who's that? Follow me because I obviously have influence now. My influence wasn't the same back then, but because I have influence now, she might make me a free bouquet. Like this is how I got some charcuterie boards. I got all kinds of free stuff, right? But look, this is how you can find photographers. Let's double tap her. So I was, oh, there's a, look, see charcuterie boards. What can I say? I love these things. Let's definitely comment on this. Oh my God. Yum. 
Okay, so, <laughs> so I would utilize that. Like I don't follow the explore page or anything, but if I was new to an area, I would be doing that. Um, and somebody asked a question around, uh, somebody asked a question around um, if you're introverted. Well, newsflash, alert, alert. I am probably more introverted than all of you. That is why I have figured out how social media works so well. Because by the time I meet you in person, I feel like I better know you. Otherwise, it's just not gonna, like, I just don't feel like we're going to drive. Like, I like to know my people. Um, I don't like to have small talk conversation. I don't like, um, I don't like talking actually, period. So you'll probably meet me and talk at me and I'll sit there like, okay. <laughs> and you'll go, are you okay, Jesse Lee? You were so loud online. I'll be like, Ah, I'm good. You're just very loud. Okay, so I don't do the whole uh, extroversion thing just as an FYI, all right? Okay, so let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. All right, um, Tony wants to come on live video. So let's see what Tony's question is. If this is useful, make sure you guys share this. Make sure you share this. Tony, hello. Oh, my voice just cracked, sorry. <laughs> How are you? looking for when I requested live with you. I'm so excited to be connected. I'm from Maryland too. Oh, where are you from? DC. Okay. Rockville, yep. what area. Yep. Um, I live in DC right now and looking to move somewhere more sunny. <laughs> <laughs> Florida and Texas are both very nice states. You should check oh them out. Well, we're thinking Miami, but not sure yet. There you go. My question, I don't feel so nervous. I love you so much. Oh, I love um, it. You've definitely helped me get out of my comfort zone, like a million times out of my comfort zone. So thank you so much for that. I guess my question that I have that I feel like it's been kind of hanging me up a little on this 90-day run sure. is like my personal branding and building that okay. while staying with income-producing activities. And I think like what you were just saying about following the hashtags for your avatars and your cosmic ad, and I've put all that together and I know who I'm looking for, but I just don't feel like I want to limit it so much to like a, such a narrow niche. Yeah, sure. I feel like that would be doing myself a disservice because I do believe and love my products so much that everybody in the world would benefit. Sure. But I just like, ugh, cool. I want to so sit down, but I don't want to discredit anybody out there who's open yeah of course so first of all uh shaleen johnson was just on here so hey girl if you're still on uh i saw you so what's up so uh great question honestly because i think a lot of people overthink this whole branding thing branding is literally who are you okay so anybody who is like i don't know what a brand is how do i build a brand it's because the some social media whoever we don't know who tried to say that branding was like what font you are you know what's your font what's your color scheme what's your and like that is not brand okay you don't need to worry about slogans and hashtags and any of this stuff that is like so far down the road it doesn't even matter okay if that makes you feel a little better will you give me like a, a yes or something or a heart or something in the comments like that's not what brand is brand is who are you okay brand is what are you all about? And so I actually like what you mentioned about niching down because niching down does matter, but I'm going to explain it in a very different way because I'm very similar to you where there are a lot of different parts of Jesse Lee. And so if I'm only talking about, oh my God, I don't know, makeup, then I'm leaving a bunch of people out. If I'm only talking about fitness, I'm leaving a bunch of people out. If I'm only talking about supercars, I'm leaving people out. If I'm only talking about my dogs, 
or my God kids or my friends or my religion or whatever, I'm leaving people out. I have this sassy side to me that's like hilarious and inappropriate. I don't want to leave her out. She's part of me, right? Like that's authentic to me. Yeah. So, so what I started doing, and this has worked really well for me, and, and I don't know if this is like the way of the world, but it's definitely the Jesse Lee way of the world, is I niche down per platform. Okay, so I'm different. I show different parts of me on each platform. So like if you follow me on YouTube, you're going to get a different Jesse Lee than if you listen to the podcast. If you listen to the podcast, which everybody should, <laughs> um, you're going to get all business, right? If you listen, if you watch on Instagram, you're going to see it is all business, but it's like sassy entertainment business with lifestyle on Instagram, right? Like that's very different. Um, if you go over to my TikTok, TikTok is like makeup is like dancing and funny personality. It's inappropriate sass. Sometimes like it's this other side of my personality that is also really important to me. Sometimes some dogs, whatever. And then Facebook is just so much more like my family, my, and they just got back. My little babies just got back. Hi mama. You good walk. Um, yeah, and I follow you talking about the differentiating you know, personalities, if you will, or like content, you know, that you're putting out on different platforms like the other day. And yeah. that really stood out to me as well because you want to show up authentic and be yourself everywhere. But like I wasn't, when I started my business three years ago, I wasn't even on Facebook at the time. I was like, no, no, no. Those are people from another time. I am not <laughs> going back there. We are not reopening that chapter. But, yeah. You know, it's a different, you know, platform yeah. like you say so that yeah so so i mean and you can probably figure out the only way i could think that you could have all parts of who you are on one platform would be if it's almost like you you put it on a rotation so people start to learn your schedule if that makes sense like where you could probably be like okay on excuse you little lady um like on certain days of the week it's make you know makeup mondays and you know talk about it tuesdays and wellness wednesdays and thoughtful thursdays if you're like a manifestation spiritual person and you know um like funny fridays if you're a comedian like you know like that's it, it but aside and even from that i think you're gonna have people just confused so i think your best bet is to kind of stick per platform um and then for me like the live stream is the only thing that i just do everywhere and then you're just gonna you're gonna get this you know which of course is business but then in here sometimes we'll get like a hater comment and i'll just kind of go off on like a little funny tangent that's also sassy and whatever um but either way, I just think people are overthinking that. And brand is just, oh my gosh, just be you. And be you really, really authentically because that's the only way people find you. I'm fully aware I'm not for everybody. You're not for everybody either, right? But that's exactly why we have to keep showing up as the authentic versions of ourselves because then our people can find us. You know, I, I find a lot of the time people are like, oh, well, if Jesse Lee's recruiting hundreds of people a month, then who am I going to recruit? I'm like, well, let's start at 8 billion people on planet Earth. Let's start there. Second of all, I scare people. Like there are people watching this live right now who are like her coaching is so good, but I could never join her. She's just like, I feel like she would bull, like bulldoze me, right? Which might be true. I don't know. I'm married to a calabrese, so I feel your Italian vibes. You know, I feel it. I'm a chef wife life over here. Oh, I love it. I love it. <laughs> no, but. and I'm not going to go on my platforms and say like, well, I'm live now, so maybe I will, but like. I'm not doing this to like retire, you know, my husband, but I'm doing this so we have more choices. Yeah. He doesn't want to be in the kitchen his whole life, you know, and I don't want that for him. I want us to be able to explore different yeah. avenues of business and entrepreneurship and everything. And this is the platform that I've chosen to. Sure. And you know, like, 
the, and, and the cool thing with like retiring a husband, this is a totally different subject, but I think this might be beneficial because I don't really talk about this as often, but I have a ton of opinions on it. Like yeah. it can look different than like, like when you say retire a husband to me or retire a, a spouse in general or a partner or whoever, I'm like, yeah. first of all, do you really want to do that? And do they really want to do that would be step one. Number two is like, what does that look like? Because in my head, when you say that, I think like that person no longer works. And I did retire my, I, I never talk about my ex-husband. This is the second time on one live, but whatever. My ex-husband, I did retire in 2015, I guess. I was making like 30,000 a month. I'm like, stop going to work. I just want you. I didn't know myself enough, you know? Like I don't, I hate being smothered. So I don't know what I was thinking. But anyway, like I was like, come home, ah! right? And it ended up being literally what my mindset around that is, which is like, he played video games all day. And then I had animosity. I'm like, I hate you. I didn't hate him, but I was like, what's wrong with you, lazy? But what I really like to see a lot of the time is maybe you retire your partner from the job that is not serving them, the job that they no longer love, the job that is no longer doing anything except for just basically paying bills and it's somewhere for them to go go to once uh, once a day or you know every day. And maybe you you are going to give your husband the ability to live out his best life, right? Maybe your business allows him to open his own restaurant or create his own food line or whatever. Like right but like retire a husband i think can be something so different and then i would also encourage everybody whether you have a partner or not like just understand your goals need to be your goals they don't need to be my goals or your mentor's goals or any of that like and what i mean by that is i think sometimes we say things that we think we're supposed to say you know, we say things like, oh, I want to retire my husband. And meanwhile, you want him to keep going to work so you can go take a girl's trip to Bora Bora. And you just don't want to say that, right? Like, or, you know, I want to earn my car so I can do that, that, that. But you don't really want to earn a car. You want to earn a boat or whatever. Like just, I think all of us need to get in the practice of saying what we actually want and, and understanding we're worthy enough to have whatever it is we want in life. So I'm on a whole different tangent now than where we started, but I hope that uh, you. <laughs> helped you. <laughs> I uh, appreciate you so much. Thanks for following, Tony. Oh, it's Tanya. Did I call you Tony? I didn't mean Tony. to call you. It's Tony with an I. Oh, it is Tony. Okay, perfect. Avalado I was right. Oh, see? Perfect. I love you it. Do. This Italian over here, like you said. Ciao. <laughs> Ciao. Oh, I love it. All right, so I have six minutes, so I'm going to take one of these. Uh, I'm going to take some of these questions that are typed because there's so many in here. So hold on a second. Scrolling down to the bottom, scrolling down to the bottom, scrolling down to the bottom. Okay, so, I mean, I'll answer several of them. Okay, uh, what tips do you have for time management? If you do not have a flippin' Google Calendar, what are you doing with your life? Everything is in a Google Calendar. I know every single thing that I have to do every half hour of every single day. You don't need time management tips if you have a schedule. Okay. And a lot of you, you spend so much time thinking about getting started that you never get started. It's bananas to me. Okay. How do you know what you're going to do with your day? If you don't have a calendar, I can't even put my head on a pillow to go to bed the night the, at night without looking at the calendar for tomorrow. I need to know what is happening on Tuesday from 5 45 AM on before it ever happens. I need to know exactly what's happening. And so for those of you, I don't care if you do pen and paper, whatever. I like Google calendar because the alerts pop up on all of my devices at the same time it's like 
uh, every half hour. I love it. 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 Okay. Hope that hope that answers that for you. Thank you for sharing. Thank you guys for following. I appreciate you. Okay. Um, okay. How many assistants do you have? Oh, I do have Notion. That's true. <laughs> um, how many assistants do you have? How do you establish the pay? Um, I, th uh, I think I have eight full-time assistants uh, that are all virtual. So I use virtual assistants a lot. There's just no, I have no, uh, no other options. So establishing the pay is going to depend basically on A, the country they're from, B, the work they're doing if it's specified, and C, how many hours you're hiring them for. So you can check out upwork.com um, and you can kind of poke around on there. Um, let's see. What's your thought? Okay. Hold on a second. Uh, can you post too much in your stories? Yeah, probably. I mean, I don't really know how the algorithms work or whatever. My stories, I'll tell you, like, I don't post stories to gain new followers. My stories are more like connection with you guys. I like when you guys connect through my stories. So you see my life. Hey, Nelson, how are you going? Um, you see my life and also you get to know more about me. That's why I post stories. So you start to know me, my lifestyle, what I'm into, personal stuff, my dogs, whatever. I'm deepening the relationship in my stories. I don't actually post in stories for anything else. Um, and, I, and I just want to give a, uh, like a little thing for those of you posting stories. Can you please put captions on your stories for two reasons? Number one reason, there are people that consume your social media that cannot hear. Our team has a very large deaf team. Okay. Every single video I upload ends up having closed captions on it. I don't know if you've noticed that or not. Okay. Second of all, in my stories as well, I always put the captions. I always put the captions, right? And it's not even only for the deaf team because over 70% of social media is consumed without sound. Do you know that? Over 70% of you are consuming social media with the volume button all the way down on your phone. Do you know that? Now you know. So when you're, so if you're wondering why people aren't engaging with your stories, it's because they just want to read your story, right? They don't want to listen to you yammer on and on and on and on and on and on and on about it. So you, if you want more engagement on your stories, I suggest you start using captions. Okay. All right. Um, the Louis Vuitton, uh, light up led bag you saw is $30,000. So I did not buy that actually. No. Um, I did not. I did not. Or like, yeah, breastfeeding moms. They don't want to hear you screaming on a story. Okay. They will, they'll read it and they'll giggle along. All right. So let's see. Uh, one more question. Cause I only have two minutes, two minutes, two minutes, two minutes. Um, uh, let's see. Okay. I'll answer this. Cause whatever, why not? All right. The, uh, the, thank you for following. Appreciate you guys with all these follows. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, if it's useful, make sure you share, make sure you let people know. Um, and guys like Google, okay. Google's your best friend. You don't need to ask me how to make a TikTok. You don't need to ask me how to put captions on videos. Google it's uh, spelled G double O G L E. Um, it's a great resource. <laughs> okay. Um, but, uh, coming from nothing, can I build seven figures by the end of this year? If so, please, I don't know. I am not the one to lie to you and say that I know you, that I know your work ethic, that I know your network, that I know your social media content, that I know how much you post, that I know how disciplined you are, that I know how many people you're reaching out to. I don't know anywhere near enough about your business to answer that question, but here's what I'll tell you. Anything is possible, but that's up to you. There are too many of us that are looking for handouts, or we are looking for the easy way out. You cannot and you will not make a million dollars in a year by doing anything half. Okay? You can't. 
when I made my first million, I was, my first million dollar year was when I was 26 and I worked my butt off. Oh, there's my alert. I gotta go. I worked my butt off like crazy when I was 26. I'd been working my butt off for years, but that first year I made a million, I went nuts. I went nuts, full psycho. And then in 2017, when I made a million dollars from scratch with nothing, when we first joined Prove It, the company I'm with right now, the keto company, 10 months, I made a million dollars in Prove It. Now, I'm not making income claims. I am not freaking normal. If you see the way I work, you will not question why I made a million dollars in 10 months. I am full, I mean, you guys, you watch it. I'm full psycho mode. Okay, I'm going to write a book probably called I Do Overwhelm just to counteract the, the book that's called like I Don't Do Overwhelm. I absolutely do overwhelm. If you want to make a million dollars a year, you're going to be overwhelmed. If you want to make a million dollars a year, you're going to be exhausted. If you want to make a million dollars in a year, you're going to feel like you are completely going to burn out, which you won't. Okay, you won't. I don't believe in burnout. Okay, and if you're driving towards, towards purpose. If you want to make a million dollars in a year, you're going to be basically knocking down every door. You're going to be talking to every single person. You're going to not care for a second about the word no. You're going to say, okay, 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 okay. What's next? What's next? What's next? You're going to invest a ton of money into education. I made my first million in 10 months when I spent money I did not have, but I was like, whatever, I'm going to figure it out. Figured it out, spent money I didn't have, went to an event, paid for a mastermind, did all this crazy stuff, exploded myself. That's a fact. So I don't know you enough to say, yeah, for sure you can make seven figures this year. But I can tell you, I've seen crazier things happen. I have seen crazy, crazy, crazy things happen. Um, and I just got my, speaking of money, I won't talk about it, but, um, um, oh, by the way, good. Author Abby says, I just got off the phone with Prime Corporate Services. Okay, if you guys have not, do not file your freaking taxes without booking the call that is free in the link in my bio. Go book a freaking call. Go book a call. Thank you. But I was just going to say, um, what I was going to say after I, before I said that or after I said that, um, I just got my 1099. <laughs> I just got, well, I have a lot of 1099s, but I got one of my 1099s today. Uh, my 1099 from Prove It. And I opened it up and I put it right back in the mailbox. <laughs> I went, what? put it back in the mailbox. I'm just not ready for it. Okay. I'm just, I'm just literally like, <sighs> like, you know, you know how much money you make, but then when you see it on paper, um, <sighs> so, um, network marketing, <laughs> I don't even know what else to say about it. You know, like people, I mean, I started in a basement, a basement, a room in a basement. And I just looked at a 1099 that I started like hurling projectile vomiting basically. So I'm not saying I'm normal for God's sake. I know that this is not an income claim. I'm just saying I opened the mailbox. I saw the 1099. I went and I put it right back. So maybe tomorrow I'll take it out. But today is not that day. Today is not that day. Today is just simply not that day. All right. So anyway, God bless network marketing for sure. Yes, the call is in the link in my bio. Go ahead and grab that. Um, it's enormous. It is. It is. It, uh, blah. <laughs> blah. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> I don't even know what else to say. So now that I'm gagging all over myself and I'm three minutes late to my next call, I'm going to go take this next call. I will be back at seven o'clock. I will also be back at 715. I'll be also back at probably around 830. So I'll see you guys later. Love you guys. Appreciate you. I hope you love these coaching calls. This will be uploaded again. Um, on YouTube, on Facebook, and on Instagram so you can rewatch. So if it was useful, drop a flame below. My name is Jessie Lee. For those of you who are new, make sure you hit the follow button. Uh, you can also call me Boss Lee, and I'll talk.
Wookie and I will talk to you soon.